<laughs> Feeling spicy today. Yeah, it's like a it's an upside down horseshoe. If yeah. I'm somewhere on the horseshoe, then whatever. You're gonna pee yourself. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the Creative Town Podcast, brought to you by us over at azhorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. This is about one thing, Jack. Dominion. <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who's all sparked up about something. It's Mark. Hello. For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. And this week, we watched 2001's Ghosts of Mars, which was... Obviously a Mark pick. You're welcome. And we will dive all the way into that real soon. And fair warning, when we do, we're going to spoil the absolute nonsense out of this nonsense movie. Uh, And hey, we do have a Patreon going, but we are not where your money should be going right now. So as it has been for like the last two years now, all of our money Patreon proceeds are going to Feeding America. And uh, last year, we were able to donate almost $400 to Feeding America because of all of our patrons' generosity and hanging out with us over on the Patreon uh, after our expenses. So that's neat. Thank you very much. So you can head on to patreon.com slash A-T-O-Z-Horror. Support the show at your level of choosing. Get some perks for your troubles. Um, but if you can't do that or don't want to, that's fine. We just appreciate you being here. But do try to do something you can for someone who needs it. Blacklivesmatters.carrd.co remains a good list of resources of ways you can help. And if you need a little escapism, hopefully you can have some fun in the horror world with us for at least the next little bit. So, boys, you know what that means. It's time to do the getting drunk. It's time to do the getting drunk part. So that's gore. Let's do beers for fears. Hey, Mark. Hello. I got a little tongue-tied. What are your beers for these fears? <laughs> yeah, some of us have been getting drunk for hours now. Um, <sighs> Lucky I you. was shopping for beers earlier today, and one of these just jumped off the shelf straight at me. It said, "Mark, I'm your beer for the day." Uh, I am drinking Alive and Amplified Supercharged IPA, and I chose this because that perfectly describes the villain of this movie. These people are alive, ostensibly, but they're amplified by a ghost or uh, some uh, type of Martian mist. Uh, an old, an old, uh, whatever. We'll get into it. They are th- an old is, alien race that may or may not be ghosts, or this just is that's what they are. Pure amplification of alive people, alive and amplified, supercharged IPA. Tell me I didn't nail it, because I did. I nailed it. Wow. Wow, buddy. Uh, question, have you had one of those yet? I had, uh, my wife had one earlier, and I sipped a little bit. Oh, okay. Uh, secondary question, does it make you feel alive and or amplified? Well, yeah. I mean, it's alcohol, so. Does it taste like an amplified IPA? What do they amplify it with? Well, it's not just an, it's a supercharged what IPA. Are they, what, with what? Uh, I think it's like. <laughs> Citra. <laughs> well, yeah, basically. It, Mosaic no, like, and I think, citra. I think it's like pineapple and something else. Oh, like they actually added fruit? I think so. I don't know. Gotta go Not read just the box. The can Mosaic and citra nothing. gives it a papaya mouthfeel. Yeah. Notes of stone fruit. <laughs> and ghosts. Okay, stone and fruit. Ghosts. Sunday, stone Sunday, fruit and Sunday. ghosts. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I took that on. Notes of mut- self-mutilation and defending your <laughs> dominion. Oh, my God. Ah, it's fair enough, Mark. See, I'll tell you, I nailed it. We took I'll tell you what I far. didn't go with, which that. seemed the obvious pick to me. I didn't go with, because I assumed one of you boys would be going with it, I didn't go with space dust, because that's all the villain is here, is some dust on Mars. You know um, what? I haven't been looking for it, but I haven't seen space dust in a while. Yeah, I haven't seen Elysian in a while. Yeah, we don't get Elysian here. Ooh, is I it or Elysian? I say Elysian. Okay. I saw it at the Beverage Mart earlier today, but I didn't get that. 
Uh, I got a California beer from New Belgium Brewing. I got myself a Voodoo Ranger Imperial IPA. These are a bunch of Martian police officers, rangers, who are fighting ghosts. Voodooists. You're just going to attribute it to California now? It, um, are they? I'd say they're more California than Oregon at this point. They're Jack, no, dude, New Belgium's Fort Collins, dude. For, oh, I'm all mixed up in my the head. other nope. sea state. I think yep. you're thinking of Stone. I am thinking of Stone. Yes, he's thinking of Lagunitas. Well, maybe <laughs> Elysian and Lagunitas. I'm all mixed up. I'm I, drinking. I'm drinking a Voodoo Ranger. I have a very hard time believing, personally, Jack, that you bypassed uh, Space Dust so that you could have Voodoo Ranger. That's really well, what happened. Well, yes, they were both on the shelf literally next to each other. I chose not to get vo- or not to get Space Dust in part because I assumed one of you two jabronis would have it and in part because it was 15.99 for the joke box. I think you could also add that Voodoo Ranger, almost every Voodoo Ranger that I've seen is a higher ABV and yeah, 9, 9.5% this yeah, one is. Yeah, and I think I like Voodoo Ranger all the ones that I've had more than Space Dust. Oh, well, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that, but it's very good. Those are two way. of the biggest, like, single brand craft beers in the country. Those both, like, are everywhere. They sell yes. so well. Yeah. Really getting well, deep on the beer talk this week. That's that's what I'm going with. Jake, how about yourself? I got a little assist from Mark this week, not going to lie. It's been busy. Uh, but it is a good beer selection. It's the only local one uh, of the crop this week. Lost Grow Brewing here in Boise. New certified B Corp. Congrats to them. Uh, this is Ghost Town Porter. <laughs> For those of you keeping track. Yeah. We're getting real deep with the beer talk this week, man. It's cool. They're a certified B Corp. That's yeah, great. Let's unpack some corporate tax structures. I don't want to do that. Oh, I know it's a largely want... meaningless thing except for the intent behind the company. I do believe their intent to be good, so it's a good thing. But And it's also great for marketing in a certain type it's, of You could say it's almost entirely for marketing, and it has very little mm. meaning otherwise. Look, Jack. I think I, I don't think I want to go down this road too deep. <laughs> I think you could have businesses that are doing it primarily for marketing, and businesses that actually believe that it's yeah. That's why I said it, it's part depends of their entirely vision. on the company's intent. I believe their yeah. intent to be good, and some of them will succeed, and others will not. Just like all, and everybody dies in the end. <laughs> okay, we're getting nihilistic. Whatever. It's Ghost Town. It's Ghost Town Porter. It's it fits. Ghost it's, of Mars. I mean, Ghost Town. Arguably the best one, and it's not even one you got. Well, okay, hold on. Alive and Amplified's pretty good. <laughs> It's so God. much less good than Ghost Town. I, I do love that he gave me Ghost Town Porter. <laughs> it is pretty. It's a bold move. Like they go to a Ghost Town to try to port a criminal back. Yeah. They're, they're, oh, thanks, dude. It, not only is it just a Ghost Town, but it's also full of ghosts. That's what I was saying. I'm saying. We're done with this segment. Yeah, that's okay. the longest Beers for Fears we've had in a while. Yeah. <laughs> now, ordinarily on the podcast, boys, where we talk about what's been rocking our horror worlds, but. I don't, I don't even know how to do this. It's nowhere near the first of the month, but we haven't done an HRR for January, so let's talk about the horror release roundup. Do let's not. all of our <laughs> top one, bottom one, dark horse picks don't for the start month in of the January. Middle. You can go over to uh, A to Z Horror. That's A hyphen Z Horror.com. Check out the full list of movies. You can no longer go to Reddit to do that because apparently us just posting a link to it gets us permanently banned from Reddit now. Fucking hell. So, yeah, so, listener, if you want some free link karma... Uh, just go out there and post this to our horror or wherever. Yeah, except for maybe don't, because you might just get permanently banned. I don't, no, 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 because no, they're not, they don't represent us. It's a self-promotion dumb rule. Okay. Not a, not a promoting of others dumb rule. You're allowed <laughs> to promote others dumbly. <laughs> it's very stupid. Either way, um, 
here. Let's start with Mark. Let's start with bottom ones. Mark, what's your bottom one? I panicked you there. I got go really to me lost. first every single. You should be month. prepped for it at every this point. month. I am prepped for it. Well, I was fucking born ready. My well, that's why I went one... to you, Mark. I don't want to waste your prep. <laughs> my I know Jake one... isn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my bottom one for the month was Free Fall, which is a psychological horror movie that is just not hitting the beats for me. This was one where I watched the trailer. Kind of forgot what it was about, watched it again, and then realized that, like, the reason I forgot was because my brain fundamentally rejected its premise and just chose as a protection uh, mechanism for me to forget all of it. Uh, (laughs) So I'm glad that that part of my, like, fight or flight uh, side of my brain works. But it's, I, I, there's just something about this movie that didn't click with me. I yeah. strongly, I had a strong distaste for this one after watching the trailer. Twice. Mark, I completely agree with you to the point where I picked this as my bottom one as well. It looks real bad. And like, they're playing with the suicide thing to no real effect. The woman ostensibly attempts suicide, lives, and then has an abusive husband, I think is what I'm gathering from this. Or the husband, the thing that I was trying to figure out is, is he manipulating her like amnesia into being his wife when she's actually not his wife, I think is the angle they're going for. Maybe, maybe that's the twist. Yeah. Either way is uninteresting to me. And then it hit me with the following, like big text tagline halfway through the trailer. It says, Sarah needs answers. And then a beat. And then pray. She doesn't find them, which I think is the trailer telling me. Don't, don't, you don't want to know the plot of this. movie. Don't bother. It's, it's not worth knowing. The second and half, that yeah, the second half of the that trailer I only ascribed to Lady in the Water. Yeah, us, us as the viewer needs to pray that she doesn't find the answers that surely she will find through the course <laughs> of this movie. So, uh, I guess I do pray she doesn't find them, and I'll accomplish that by not watching the film. That's true. That's the only way that she won't find them is if you don't watch. It is a pretty staggeringly bad tagline, though. Jake, how about you? Um, I mean, I don't disagree with that. It's a good pick. I, I thought the second half of that trailer also started to throw in some things that made it seem like it's going to add in a few really unnecessary things to the direction it goes, but who cares? We're, none of us are going to watch it, whatever. Um, <laughs> and there is plenty coming out this month that I think looks objectively worse than what my actual pick is, but I can't express like the lack of anything that this trailer did for me. This is the... Jack, you're the French guy. Reckon? Requin? What is it? How do you pronounce? Requin? Requin. Requin. Okay, there you go. Requin. It's French for shark. It's French for shark. It's a shark movie. Um, Requin Ralph. This one was a little (laughs) bit weird because I did laugh, like literally laugh out loud. They're on like some villa in fucking wherever, the Indian Ocean. And they get blown into the ocean in their villa set and they're floating on it. And that looks amazing villas. That looks fucking hilarious. But from there, it's a shark movie and I don't need more of those. It just made me want at best to go watch jaws again. It's also winter. It's a weird time for a shark movie in my mind. Some people might need to feel like they're warming up, get out there in the ocean, swim away from sharks, build up a lather. I don't, I don't want it. It's, it's summer in the Southern hemisphere, Mm -hmm. which I think is where Mm -hmm. these folks are vacationing. So 77 degrees where I am. Yeah. You don't count. (laughs) Fair enough. This Uh, just does nothing for me, man. This looks stupid enough to be fun to me. It seems like it's taking itself seriously to me. I don't know if you guys got the same feel. Isn't that a good thing? I'd rather this take itself seriously than if it be like, and be stupid. Wink and nod. Uh, The the only enjoyment I got from Ghosts of Mars were because of how seriously Natasha Enstridge was taking it. It doesn't seem like it's that (laughs) as bonkers as Ghosts of Mars, though, which we'll get into. 
outside of the villa set is then they're just kind of on floating lumber and getting attacked by a shark <laughs> you know at that point it might as well be open water like, i will never be able to get past a floating hotel room yeah what the fuck it's pretty wild that it's part's great wild. the rest of it does nothing for me i'm not interested in seeing it <laughs> and i didn't Fair penalize enough. any like real stinkers which there are some I mean, yeah, absolutely. There are some ultra low budgets. Also, January just doesn't look great for movies as a whole. Fuck no! There's I don't even another... know if I. I don't even know if I have a middle one. I'm gonna have to think about that as we talk. There's Dark another Horse. Curse well, yes, of La Llorona coming out for no fucking reason. Oh god, that one has Trejo. Or something is it? It's something of that, La Llorona. That has I don't Danny. Think it's another Curse of La the Legend. Llorona. I think this is the legend. the Legend of the Curse of La Llorona. <laughs> <laughs> the Ballad of La Llorona. <laughs> that has Danny Trejo though, so I, I'm gonna give it a bit of a pass. <sighs> Jesus. Um, all right, Mark, what's, uh, let's let's pull up a little bit here. Let's talk about uh, Dark Horse picks. What do you got for Dark Horse? Yeah, so runner-up for me was The House, which is hitting Netflix kind of halfway through the month. Yeah. Uh, probably by the time you hear this episode, definitely by the time you hear this episode, it's going to be available. They're all going to be out, bro. Uh, well, it's available as we record How this. How dare so you, Jake? <laughs> well, <laughs> prove me wrong, kids. Um, the first chance I have to get back on track, and you're undermining me. Yes. Care to defend yourself? No, he doesn't. I mean, He's just going to concede. Uh, I didn't know. I mean, <laughs> does it matter, Mark? Does it matter? The House comes out on Netflix today, uh, or two weeks from now, depending on when you hear it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and it is an anthology in three parts uh, that's like, someone got into the special cupcakes at Netflix and made just a fucking weird like claymation stop motion yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Could be uh, very interesting. Probably only horror-ish, but we included it because it is eerie looking. The actual Dark Horse that I had is, I'm um, probably going to butcher this, but the Jack in the Box yeah. sequel, Awakening. Jack in the Box, Awakening. The Awakening. That's what I'm choosing. No, yes. that's what Sorry, I'm choosing The too. Awakening, just Jack in the Box Awakening. Awakening, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we talked about Jack in the Box um god when the original one came out in like 2017 i think mm-hmm. um and lauded it for its uh costuming yeah. and props and this one seems to have that same thing going 100%. and and creature design and the jack what in the box still looks very good exactly yes we're saying literally the exact same thing you didn't mm-hmm. need to interrupt me to say that i <laughs> uh, <laughs> sassy today in in Googling the release date and confirming it of this one, I found that the original one was available online for free on something. I think okay. Prime. I'm not sure. Uh, so I'm probably going to go down that rabbit hole followed by this rabbit hole sometime in the near future. Awakening Hell leads yeah, me to Mark. believe that it's a prequel. Would you ever in a Would there be a world where you'd watch this before that if it is indeed a prequel? Nah. Okay. Fine. Mark, First you and I are in lockstep so far here because I picked the Jack in the Box colon Awakening as my dark horse too. I, I I love the creature design in this thing, and that scene in the trailer of it being like birthed out of the box, where it's all gooey and gross, looked fucking wild. So I was into that as well. But I will talk about another runner-up dark horse pick, which was Hotel Poseidon, which looks okay. very very weird. It was also very compelling to me. This could be this is Arrow's just thing, abject nonsense. Yeah. Uh, it could just be like arty horse shit, but it also could be very interesting. It, the whole trailer is just imagery and haunting, like cool imagery and haunting music. Uh, like I, I don't know how much else the movie itself is going to have to offer, but I liked that part. Yeah, I am. I'm probably on the side of this is going to be arty bullshit, and I mean, Arrow's not helping its brand by putting this as like their main centerpiece for marketing in January. <laughs> Um, I'd like to see them take off. Obviously there's, it's, you know, more, more voices in the room is better, but yeah, start leading, leading your pack for January with 
a concept guy losing his sanity in an artistic hotel yeah. setting. Maybe not the best. Maybe not the best choice. That's all I'm saying. Could be great. Yep. It we'll doesn't see. look like it has that high a ceiling, man. It's not going to be for enough people to be that great. I don't. The the you know the pull quotes that they selected from who knows fucking where said it was sublimely <laughs> terrifying or whatever. Sublimely Some website a hyphen z horror. I don't even know where they get this. Those fucking shit, dude. yeah jackals over there. <laughs> All right, I like the pick, Mark. I went a different direction. I went with House, the House, the, the house. house, House as my top one. I don't know how you could watch. I was fully mesmerized by this trailer. I absolutely must see this. It's going to be <laughs> weird as hell, and I'm kind of obsessed with it. It looks so interesting. It yes. looks so interesting. It's it's so weird and it's so horror-ish. I mean, it calls itself like a dark fantasy comedy or whatever. Um. But it's worth including because look at the damn thing. It's kind of got that like James and the Giant Peach style to it as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, a little Fantastic Mr. Fox-esque. Well, like the, yes. Yeah, that, exactly. It has like a little glitchy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the kind of the way it's animated. But on top of that, it has like the sort of, I don't know, there's like, I hate to use the word peach again, but like that peach fuzz level hair all over everything, even if it's not yeah, supposed sure. to be hairy. It's very weird. It is very weird. Uh, and I'm very. Um, yeah, we're all going to be watching this one. Can't How take about my yourself, Jake? Uh, top one. I we already said it. January doesn't look super great, and no one's mentioned it, which I'm happy about. I went with Scream. Like you got to mention five. it. Yeah, you got to mention it. So that's the one that objectively taking a step back from everything that's coming out. I am the most interested in seeing. It's a big hitter. We know that. So I don't really have much else to say about it at this point. You kind of know what it is if you're here because you're a horror fan. I've been hurt before. I don't think this one's gonna. Bad. I don't think this one's gonna do that, man. This looks like it's pretty was well executed. Bad? Or was Scream Four it, it, just great? It just is what it is, man. Scream Three was bad. Scream Four did nothing to help Scream Three's case and didn't need to exist at all. It came out a full decade later. I mean, at this point, the release cadence on Scream movies is once every ten years. It's kind of wild. One hundred percent fine with that. Yeah, for sure. Like it's it's. They weren't. I think it's probably that they were less recent that is making me go back to this. Because I, yeah, they weren't remarkable by any means. That's for sure. That's probably being too kind. But I am more than interested in seeing yeah, th it. Th this one's not called Scream. Definitely dies for the final time. Pro we promise this is the last Scream movie. We're done after yeah. this. We promise. Yeah. But I, <laughs> look, January is January. This is the biggest hitter that's coming out, and I'm interested in seeing it. So that says what it needs to say. I will mention one other movie that I'm not necessarily like putting in the same bucket as this, but I, before we move on, I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to a very weird thing. I don't think any of us are super huge fans of period pieces, Mark and I in particular. No. There is Heavens, no. the weirdest non-trailer that came up for this movie that's coming to Shudder called The Last Thing Mary Saw, which just gives off vibes of I am the pretty thing that lives in the house sort of I thing. I hated that movie. I know you did. Most people did. It's also long for a non-trailer. I know it's, it's like, like a it's like a full seconds I think it's a full yeah. minute and there <laughs> just there's nothing that happens. Yeah. Uh but this one I just want to say like it's going to be coming to Shutter by the time you hear this episode it'll probably be on Shutter if you're a subscriber and uh it's coming with some accolades from prior festival releases. I can't remember where it has been screened, but there's some chatter. So, I'm interested in at least seeing a little bit more than what we've seen, which is Nothing but a woman looking at a screen. So, eh, maybe check eh, it out. Eh, is it takes place right. in the mid 1800s, so you kind of know what you're in for, and at least that way. <laughs> Fair enough. Anything else we want to mention, or should we go to the feature presentation? Uh, should I say my top one? 
Yes, you probably should. You probably should have gone first, in fact. <laughs> My top one was one we haven't brought up yet, which is Stoker. I'm Mills. all mixed up yet, Mark. I'm all mixed up. Jack, we're snaking. Oh, the other slasher. Snaking. Yeah, the the other slasher. I'm, I've been on a big slasher kick of late. I love slasher movies, especially when they're like sort of whodunit detective noir type approaches to the genre. Uh, is this the Tony Todd one? This is Tony Todd with one of the worst line deliveries We've seen in recent memory in a trailer where she evo- who did she evoke George George Lucas and Steven Spielberg yes. or something like that. I was about yeah, not, I was about from, ready not to from leave. Mr. Todd himself. No, it's no, from no, the teacher, no, no, no. like the film teacher. I almost left the trailer. I was almost <laughs> done. <laughs> I, I got up and I left the theater. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Because I almost left. I almost left my desk, Mark. <laughs> I almost got up. I mean, it is one of the worst line deliveries I've ever heard. But she's so uh, self satisfied. The rest. In in a way, I kind of buy that she thinks that that is like a total burn in front of the film teacher. I don't know. Whatever. I'm, I'm willing to let it slide because the rest of the trailer shows a little bit of promise. Solid serial killer movie. Uh, maybe a few like found footage elements because it's a bunch yeah. of film students that are shooting shit while they're doing. I this knew this stuff. would get you. I assumed it was going to be mostly found footage. I don't. I don't think it's mostly found footage. I think it's probably like topping out at fifteen percent. Fifteen. Fifteen. I did the calculation in my head just now. Slightly over one eighth. What a weird percent. <laughs> Why is that weird? I don't know. Fifteen percent is weird. Oh, okay. I, it seems weird to me. What? How, how can I describe to you how it seems weird? I would go with a number that's I don't know closer to quarters or no. Okay. Absolutely, don't do that. That's a fool's errand. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus. This gin is making Mark. <laughs> I get sassy when I drink gin. Sassy. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I had. Stoker Hills. Lovely. Jesus okay. Christ. I like it. Oh, my God. Now we have to go Move to the feature on. presentation and hopefully reset the energy. Jake's Move giving on. me a lip, and I don't appreciate a it. A lip. Don't give me no lip. <laughs> Over at horror.com this week, we watched 2001's John Carpenter's The Ghosts of Mars, or just Ghosts of Mars. I don't know at this point. You the need his John name. Carpenter, Ghosts of Mars. You need his name. John the Carpenter's <laughs> Ghosts of the Mars. Precisely. Uh, Mark, you picked this movie, and say why, for fuck's sake. Well, <laughs> I really don't have a good reason for this one, aside from the fact that I remember being captivated by the trailers when it came out uh, roughly around the time that we were in, like... Yeah, I mean, we were in, like, sixth grade, where... A movie with Ice Cube shooting machine guns on Mars is kind of exactly what a 12-year-old boy wants. Plus, this was like peak Natasha Henstridge. Yeah, she's a pretty lady. I don't know if I was into that she angle of it. She was a very pretty point. lady. Um, and, you know, it's a John Carpenter movie. Well, I think I thought that was the reason, actually. Like, I, it's well, a, that's it's a, how it's I a... justified it when I picked it. it... I assumed it was uh, <laughs> Jake, or I assumed, Mark, that you had also picked The Fog, and we were just doing like a run-through of Carpenter movies you hadn't seen, but then I remembered The Fog was Jake's pick. And I had seen The Fog. We're just working our way through his back catalog, man. It's He is he is a uh, vexing director. I don't He's... understand him and his work. <laughs> In what sense? Me neither. He's. I mean, his catalog is about half stinkers, I'd say. Uh, yeah, I mean, he and has... half abject genius. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He has some <laughs> stuff that is subjectively the best horror that is out there, right? Like I mean, like, The Thing is one of the most I, highly lauded I movies I think the of best horror movie, yes. Yeah. yeah. And this. 
And then on the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> and then he has this. And the 2011 Amber Heard movie. I can't remember what that one's called. He no, has his, la- his last movie. And But the other his funny thing about song. it. song. The other funny thing about it is like there's no connective tissue between any of them. I like, think I he's just working on projects that seem fun, man. Uh, yeah, and that's Whatever. fine. Some of that's them fine, he has like, like high aspirations for and some of them he wants to have fun with and make silly shit like this I one. I feel like I can watch a Quentin Tarantino movie and I know it's a Quentin Tarantino sure. movie. Or I, I feel like I can watch a George Lucas movie. And this I know doesn't it's a George look Lucas like John movie. Carpenter to you? That's what I'm trying to get at. What about this? If nothing you were to go in blind, like what would Carpenter. you say looks like looks John Carpenterish in this? Movie? Nothing about this. Nothing, but nothing looks like Carpenter. Yeah, you're right. Uh, looks yeah, he, 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 he has surprising breadth in that regard. Yes. Um. Th- but I, w- if someone said it feels like John Carpenter, though, I would understand what they're saying in sort of like this impossible to articulate, just sort of acknowledgement that you have while you're watching it take place like it can feel carpenter it does i i i guess i'll give you that it almost feel it feels very similar to like prince of darkness i was gonna say this yeah. exact same yeah, thing that was the oh, one that was in yes. my mind too but that's just one of his like you know 25 movies i don't know i have no so? idea how many movies he's made so it's like this feels like one movie he made 30 years ago mm. 25 30 years is ago. generous it was like 94, it's, I think. Wasn't it? It's also worth noting that like a lot of John Carpenter movies are commercial flops, including this one. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean, yeah, people Which keep giving him a shitload thing. of money because of Halloween. and Was Escape from New York a success? I honestly can't it, remember. I don't think it was when it first came out. I think it was another cult following one. But the thing, I mean, he's, he's he, the, the dude turned Halloween from a, like, whatever, less than $2,000 budget into... One of the biggest horror franchises of all time. You're not going to give that guy a shot to make a yeah. prestige pick of no, ice but this cube shooting sure zombies on Mars. It feels like a handful of his less high aspiration concept films. You know, like whatever the fuck that I continually forget the name that you literally just said. Prince of Prince Darkness. of Darkness. Uh, it basically just is Assault on Precinct 13 again. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh. Yeah. Whatever. In space. This time, no. If you say if you say in space, you have to say it in space. Well, you just did though. See, I (laughs) I, they only gave I delegated, but he only got a hundred grand to make Assault on Precinct Thirteen, and he got an ungodly amount of money. Twenty-eight million dollars (laughs) made back fourteen, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Twenty-eight million dollars. Let's just let that marinate. How much of that do you think he pocketed? Um, I mean, I don't know. Not that he had to pay. A bunch of people. There are so many scenes with so many extras and like featured extras and other actors. He, th- he how did much? A ton for there this aren't movie. that many featured. How extras. much? Do you Almost think none they, of them have lines. Yeah. How much do you think they paid Anthrax to do this movie to score this movie? If you want to call it that. Uh, well, didn't didn't he write the music and have like Anthrax? Like, wasn't he in studio with Anthrax and the guy from Nine Inch Nails and also Trent Rage? Reznor? I think not. No, 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 not the famous guy. The other uh, guy. But did, and he. The yeah, uh, the and only they just guy. like he described what he wanted the music to be, and they like didn't. Isn't John Carpenter credited with writing all the music of this? I guess what maybe I just know Anthrax did it. Yeah, how much do you think just like a bag of nondescript drugs cost at the time? Like a like a lunch bag full <laughs> of. Just, just sundry, nothing drugs. specific, just whatever you got lying around. <laughs> oh, yeah. like like clear. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly <laughs> like clear. Uh, a bag of clear. How much do you think? That, we, I, think that's a, I just like to acknowledge that, that we are we're kind of just talking about the movie. <laughs> movie. Oh shit! Yeah, it's been okay. We're so rusty that we have fully eschewed the format of this podcast. We haven't recorded a regular episode in quite some time. Jake, had you seen this before? I had not. This was a rare first timer for me. So you, good work, buddy. First timer for me too. I'm sure it was first timer for Jack. Definitely not. Nope. I've really? seen this before. This was another one that was on one of uh, Crispy's weird double feature that, DVDs. That, that, were makes, definitely that makes sense. That, that makes tracks. so much yeah. sense. Yep. I don't remember what this one was paired uh, with because that's... I have never seen this even <laughs> close to sober before. I have to imagine it'd be something like... Forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's my guess. It, that, you know what? That's not <laughs> That's not a bad unlikely. guess. Unlikely. That's not a bad that's guess. That's a pretty good or, guess. Or no, probably one of the more knockoff ones. Like What was, what was the one where they had a baby? Him and know. him and Catherine Heigl or Weigel or whatever. It knocked is. up, knocked up. That one. Uh, that's my guess. Is it's knocked up and goes. To that's Mars. a pretty good guess. That's a pretty fucking good guess. <laughs> no one will have another real answer. <laughs> yeah. No. But I, I I have never seen like I I don't didn't remember the major stuff about this movie. I didn't remember how bad it was. I just remembered not liking it when I was like blackout drunk on the second viewing of a double feature. Jack, do you think you could get your hands on his old uh, bootleg DVD collection? Well, first I gotta get him to. It's like Zachary. It's like trying to get Zachary to respond normally to a message you send him. That's so step one. These are things that no one yeah, listening will understand. We're, now we're just talking about our friends that no one knows. Well, well, listener, you, you know those friends you have that just don't communicate, or that do, but it's baffling and they never respond to the thing that you sent to them. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. It's just like you sending them a message reminded them that they should talk to you and they go off on their own thing. <laughs> it's one-way communication, and it happens yeah, once exactly. every three weeks. Exactly. It's like that. Only now it's like every year and a half with me for Christmas. Hey, what in the fuck subgenres uh, of horror does this movie fit into? No, Mark Space. picked this movie. Space. Mark, that means, Mark, you have to give us a 30-second <laughs> no, plot synopsis. Is that really the order that goes in? That's the really the order, I don't Jake. believe you. I think you've gotten so off the rails. 30 seconds are on the goddamn clock. It's going to start when you start, There was start, a part Mark. of my brain that thought that you guys might have forgotten that. that was oh, no, I knew we were going to do it. I just had them backwards. Mark was trying to get past He's not getting he past it. It's going to take him 10 seconds. Or There 45. are ghosts on Mars. <laughs> I think you... Okay, you're actually... If you fall prey to that little nubbin... Yeah, get really deep into whether or not they can survive <laughs> nuclear blasts. Yeah. You should talk about the breathing mechanisms. <laughs> and how Jason Statham is the fucking science officer of this police squad. Talk about their breathing Mark, mechanisms. Do, do the plot synopsis. It's going to start when you start. In the distant future on Mars, police are also the military, and they have to go get a uh, a rogue renegade criminal played it's, by Ice Cube uh, to bring him back to Noctis City or whatever the Noctis capital is City. to be uh, tried for his crimes. While they're there, they run into a bunch of zombies who have been taken over by a red mist that are the ghosts of Mars that turn them into uh, basically just a bunch of renegades. They fight, there's explosions, they take the train back home, and then the uh, zombies invade the capital city. And then there's Time. a cliffhanger. <laughs> they get they get invaded, and Ice Cube's back. And then you're like, I can't wait for Ghosts of Mars 2. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mark. I mean, you got it. You did it. <laughs> I, I left off the part with the nickel plating on the guns uh, that apparently, like, supercharges them to fight the ghosts. Yes. The mist. It gives them an insane amount of... Co- they lost. They lost. And then when Ice Cube gives Natasha Henstridge a chrome, chromed-out gun, she's like, oh, wait, did we win? I think we probably won that fight. That wouldn't imbue you with confidence? Look at that gun. 
Probably not. Oh, dude, they're I, ready. I, I do like that we're just breezing by the fact that this is a like probably one of Mars's most wanted criminals, and he was able to just walk directly into her holding cell. Well, it I mean, was I know, mayhem out there. I know it's mayhem out there, but he just like walks straight into the fucking like Metropolis PD. All right, Mark, did you not see the guns? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. He guns. walked in, and they were like, oh, shit, chrome-plated the guns. Gu- okay, we've got to... What in the fuck subgenre does yeah, horror okay. has been into? Hey, good call. <laughs> My uh, God. Aliens, we go to them. Yeah, 100%. Sci-fi. I don't think so. It's sci-fi, dude. It might it's, not be... It's more Western than sci-fi. Why? Wait, why do you think those two things are mutually exclusive? That's yeah, a really good point. Because Mark, this is usually your point, I feel like, that sci-fi well, requires... I know, when you're arguing it badly... <laughs> Sci-fi, I'm offended. You usually say stuff is not sci-fi, so you're agreeing with me right now, which I I like. I think this is sci-fi. I agree. Mars is 84% terraformed. My general test for whether or not something is sci-fi is if elements that are not immediately germane to the plot are sci-fi. And in this movie, they have like rebreathers and like fancy doors and future all kinds of shit. And they can walk without without spacesuits because Mars is 84% terraformed. Exactly. For me, that stuff is so backseated and there's barely anything that isn't like a, a old west ghost town mines and a train like this is more of a western movie than it is a sci-fi i think i agree with, it can can it, it can be both yeah it's a western sci-fi that's a fucking radical dude i mean it's it's firefly like yeah these, or like west world world is also in that same category but of western this is sci-fi. not better than firefly this um, is not better than almost anything um <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm not siding with Jake on that one. Firefly is a superior piece. Do of we have to call it a ghost movie? Because it's it's on the tin. It's right there I don't on like, the tin. I don't well, it's like either that or zombies. Or vampires, frankly. I mean, can't the aliens just exhibit traits that us on Earth and our little me- measly little minds only conceive of in those ways? I mean, for sure. They're but parasites. It does, have, it, like, it does play like a zombie movie it, and a little bit yes. like a vampire movie. Yes, yes, yes. It's and all, not it, at all like a ghost movie. <laughs> no, this, not this even a, one bit. This is officially the most subgenres of horror any movie has ever fit into. <laughs> it, it does a lot of things. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a little bit of everything all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And I think Bo Burnham was singing about that being a good thing, as I recall. In that, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I think that's what the thesis of that song was about. Yeah, is that life is good and everything's going well. And that all of us being inundated with content 100% of the time has done nothing but improve our mindsets. Yeah, for sh- it's certainly. We're all very psyche. mentally healthy. Everyone's, everyone's <laughs> fine. Especially us. I'm going to go sob in the corner. <laughs> That's it. I don't have any other subgenre. So now, look at look at me remembering. Now we do what the movie does right. Jesus look at that. Christ. I mean, Jesus Christ. It doesn't do very much. It's right. fun. This movie is fun. This movie is pretty fun, dude. Okay, okay, okay. Parts of it are very fun. I think the but I'm at, the movie as a whole is not fun. I'm actually super curious. I, I'm not curious at all. That's the wrong word. But I was a bit surprised when you said that the prior time you had watched this was like a you, you were already interplanetary because I yeah. watched this sober as one does when they're in their 30s at this point in life. Well, I don't know. I about did that. too. I watched it sober, and I was thinking, "Damn, this is fun!" But I bet this would be a lot better watching it with your buddies while you're drinking beer. Yes, everything is. Not everything. Everything? Oh, yeah, is there a, a movie called not, Everything that is better? Not pornography. I disagree with that. I, I know, know you, you disagree do. with I that. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
Uh, no, this movie's super fun, man. I think I would go as far as to say the whole thing was fun. On balance, this is a fun movie. Jake, I'm not sure how to discuss this with you without getting into what I feel like the movie does middle and wrong. I'm sorry, but then. But I'm just, I guess I'm just going to go there. Just don't uh, disagree with me. Just agree you. that it's fun. You it, could try that. Parts of it are very fun. And it's like the heavy metal is very good for two minutes. But the problem is it's the same heavy metal riff for 11 straight Well, have you ever listened Have you happening. ever listened to a thrash metal band, dude? Yes, I have. But it's not. <laughs> yeah. e- it's, it's even less basic than this. This is just like a kind of cool riff repeated ad nauseum. I, and there's that one so, that's like more bass, though. That's sick. They get so monotonous. <laughs> I, I feel like so it, I loved like, it. loses the fun. I it's feel like that was an unnecessary shot at thrash metal. I feel like there's some really fucking tight thrash. This metal is out anthrax. There. I like it, but it's all kind of samey. I feel like within an album, if you listen to a thrash metal album, I feel like almost every thrash metal album ever created is going to sound pretty much the same throughout. Not that there's not evolution among like a discography, but that version of a band of at least one of like the big four or something are going to sound pretty samey. Yeah, I mean the the popular side of like the I don't even I'm know. only talking about the popular bands. Yeah, okay. The popular yeah. I, I can't go the, that the much more deeper marketable on side of thrash metal is which are, is Anthrax, which is which is Anthrax is going to be way more samey and yeah. air quotes palatable. And I liked it. <laughs> I'm not complaining about this. I like that. Okay. So you couch that as a complaint. I just, no, Jack. I just did. wanted to, no, Jack did. Okay. Okay. Someone did. Oh, I see. You're saying that my saying that it was kind of samey sounded like a complaint. I don't have a problem with it. That's just what it is. It's an. That's what it is. For, for I, me, I like. I like the riffs, but the riffs just being constant, and the same action sequences being constant throughout this. Like, cool initially thrash metal riff is exhausting nothing about this movie which is why it me. wasn't like fun nothing I, yeah about this movie I, I, I don't think that it's i don't think this movie is necessarily exhausting but i i do think that there's an element in the direction of like hey guys this is a serious movie we need to take this seriously and i know that uh carpenter came out and said that this was a comedy but i feel like the direction was we this is an insane script but we're going to take this as serious as possible to make a serious movie that is bonkers off the wall. But what that, what it ended up being was kind of a relatively joyless experience for something that could have been in an alternate universe directed with a lot more like punchy goofiness. I don't know that I would want still earnest. It's a very fine line. I mean, we've seen that lightning hit me just fine. We've seen that lightning strike before. I, I get both sides, honestly. Like, I do think this is a, a bit of a fun movie. I mean, for the love of God, they're making hand grenades out of road flares or whatever the fuck they're doing. Um, but I, there's, there, okay. there is an element here where it's just like, I've seen better versions of this where sure. it's fun. Not every movie can be Congo, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good point. Thank you. <laughs> they, needed, is, they needed Tim like Curry. I would put this in a double feature with Congo and have a great night. I'm a, I, I am totally fine with that take. Okay. I can put Congo movie. in a double You're feature with what the movie does anything. right. We're going to have more to say in other segments. I, that is one the, of the, the things. The the movie, the funness of the movie is one of the things it does do best, though. The scenes that are fun are very fun. Like, and Ice Cube taking it as seriously is, and Tasha Hentridge taking it as seriously as she is, is you know very fun you know, to watch. And it's, dude, it's not a blanket statement, but it's, well, that's a weird way to put that. That's not even the right thing to say. Rewind. 
I'm not saying everyone does a bang up job, but the cast being <laughs> what it is is an interesting enough thing for me to put it here. I agree with Fully that. Fully agree. Well. Okay. Yeah. okay. I do, I, yeah. Totally agree. Uh, I and there are moments of this movie that are also funny. I had there was like legitimate sure. belly laughter happening when the dude cut his hand off while he was super duper. <laughs> That's high what you get, dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> on nitrous. That was very funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah. On nos. On clear or whatever. La- the laughers. No, that was laughers. Oh, la- yeah, 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 totally. That's the supercharged oxygen yeah. canister or whatever that you have to. Yeah. Yep. Uh, can we take a moment to talk about the drugs in this movie? Not that it's something yes, the please. movie does right. I just need, we need to clarify what sure. the hell we're talking I, about. I'm out of I'm out of does right for the movie. I think. So uh, no, I'm not. Cle- I'm not quite. Clear is a, a hallucinogen. A, it's a psychedelic. I think that makes you see the ocean and also know if there's a ghost in your body. I <laughs> and clear is different than the nitrous mixed with the rebreathers. So that the like grunts shoot up. So Correct. what this is telling me is that like the ghosts, these Martian ghosts are like a metaphor, man, for depression and her and psychedelic subst and imperialism. Imperialism and depression. This movie are one and has the same, no idea what man. the fuck it's trying to say about imperialism. <laughs> and if you, oh my god, and if it's you bad. just take, if you just take some psychedelics, it can cure that depression, man. But also, Jason Statham thinks the drug will cure her, but then also leaves her outside because he doesn't think it will work. Wait, it's a, it's work. a cover your ass, Jack. Classic CYA, oh, just in boy. case, you know. They could have cut twenty minutes out of this movie by just doing. He was that. probably they also he was probably and also one of the stupidest improvised grappling hook scenes I've ever seen it was, in my life. He at was angry point, at her because she wouldn't sleep with him. Well, at this point, that's for a later segment. <laughs> yeah. <oof. laughs> at this point, it's been over a week since I watched this movie because I thought we were going to review it last weekend. Sure. Um, did he give her the drugs after she was infected specifically yes. to get her to spew the thing out? He he Total puts it Mary. in her mouth. He puts it in her unconscious mouth and says, this will get rid of whatever's inside her. Oh, that's fucking I, weird. I watched this last night. God, sober. that's bad. That's such a dumb... Okay. Yeah, there's no explanation. And Horrible then immediately writing. leaves her outside the walls. Well, he doesn't know if it's going to work. <laughs> Except he says this will get rid of what's ever inside her. Well, okay, okay, okay. Devil's advocate here, Jack. If it just comes out of her, it's just going to go into one of them, unless she's outside, and then it goes outside. <laughs> It is. It is mist. It is just dust. All it is in d- is dust in the wind. Yeah, you know. I really should have gone with space dust. I was sure one of you guys were going to do it. You could have gotten both, Jack. Again, as a CYA. No, I couldn't afford to. This fucking pack of <laughs> New Belgium was still twelve ninety nine, and the the uh, space dust was like fourteen. I feel like a twelve ninety nine six pack of ten percent beer is pretty good, dude. It's fine. I feel like that's cheaper than what we would get it for here, to be honest. Uh, I don't think so, because I'd get mm. Voodoo Ranger. Go back and listen to our archives. How many times I've used Voodoo Ranger? I've never paid this much for Voodoo Ranger. You know, before. man, 7% inflation or whatever. Yeah. We don't know January's number yet. That was December's number. Oh. We're in January right now, so it's and totally different. Totally different inflation. Could be worse. I mean, it definitely will be. Inflation <laughs> goes up. You know what this movie does right? You know what this movie does right? It gets God. the hell going. I love Does it? the degree of exposition in this oh, movie. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, I do I do enjoy I actually had that in the middle in the does middle segment. Um the amount of exposition on trial of just like, okay, it's a good mechanism for setting up everything where she comes in, Natasha Henstridge comes in, and the lead judge is just like, Okay, so 
here, here's who you are. Here's where we found you. Here's where you were coming from. Here are the details of your mission. Uh, what oh. do you have to say for yourself? And she's like, okay, well, here's what happened when we were on, when we were in the thing and here's the name <laughs> of the train driver. And he was a great guy and he was played by the dad from Tommy boy. And <laughs> <laughs> even before that, Mark, there's full on narration in this movie where it's just about 35 seconds of we've colonized Mars. It's mostly done. It's not quite done. Go. And then some heavy metal starts. It's pretty like just, I kind of very much enjoyed that. They don't. They also have the uh, the the text scroll at the beginning too to also set the stage. Wow, the narration is happening. <laughs> they have both. That's different from the narration. You have to listen to the narration and read the text at the same fucking I time. I did. I did have a note that was that the intro kicks ass. So it's pretty great. I yeah. kind of loved it. Yeah. And that's all I haven't does right. What What did you have? Uh, in, oh, okay. More. I, I'll give it one more thing for does right. This was does middle. I'll escalate it. Good. I'll escalate it. Good. The the action sequences are continuous, like one shot. You can follow what's happening. They're not exciting, but they are. You can. They're not chopped all to hell like a fucking Marvel movie. They're well choreographed from the standpoint of the cinematographer, but not necessarily from the fight coordinator. Well, and even from the fight coordinator, like I think that the they did the best job they could getting like a this extra and Natasha Henstridge to choreograph a cool looking fight. It's just they play it at regular speed and, and it look looks at, like <laughs> an actress who doesn't know how to fight fake fighting a guy at regular speed. But they didn't chop it all to hell or shake it up or do it. There's like, no, this is the action. It's set to heavy metal. It's weird, but this is what we've got. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate it for that to be That's honest. That's a good point. That's a yeah. good point. And then occasionally you just get someone getting decapitated by a flying hub or whatever. Also rad. It happens. Well, I'm three gonna talk or about that in a different yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. I like the whatever the guy's name was, arm then head was very nice. The rookie? Yeah. One yeah. of the one of the rookies. Well, yeah, the other rookie is the is um Clea uh, Duvall. Duvall, yeah. yeah. Uh yeah, the other one. Yeah. <sighs> what does this movie do middle? Before Jack comes up with three more things this movie does right. He see, dude? I guess I'll talk about the the writing structure of this thing being Mostly flashbacks within flashbacks within lies within flashbacks. Okay. It's that's a middle. Why is that middle? Because I like I think it the her telling the story to her officers is the right way to do it. I don't even hate that when she's telling her story to her officers about what happened. We get flashbacks to what Jason Statham saw, even though she says, I don't know what he saw. I do hate it when we go two flashbacks deep within the flashback and then she's talking to a prisoner and we get the prisoner's flashback about crashing a hot air balloon and that's just a lie. I hate that, like, he's just fucking with the audience like that. That sucks. And then when I zoom out, I'm like, okay, I just watched a flashback within a flashback within Jason Statham's flashback within this prisoner's flashback that was a lie and now here we are back at the present. It's, it's just like Inception. Remember how people said that Inception was too confusing? This is the same as that. And it's that. Yeah, remember that, how people said Inception was a very well-written and concise movie that knew what it was trying to say? I don't think a single damn person said it was concise. Yeah. I think people... <laughs> no, I was... Everything I just said was sarcastic. Inception is... People thought I it was good. One of the most, oh, I think it's one of the most overrated movies in history. Yeah, but I think people have people really, really, really like that movie. have really turned on Christopher Nolan for some reason. Huh. I will... Oh, because he's not a good director is why. See? And Jack 
is incredibly susceptible to any film criticism he reads from the New Yorker. The New no, Yorker. no, Mark. <laughs> Mark. Even Memento. Memento is a cool indication of his early talent, but isn't a good film start to finish. Oh God, this Wrong. is the dark. This is dark Batman Knight begins. Is, dark Knight is fantastic. The Dark Knight is good until an hour and forty minute mark, and then there's another fifty minute movie that absolutely sucks. <sighs> These are your worst. That's takes my. Of all that's time. my. Inception, Mark, the, Mark, Inception, the Dark Inception, The Dark Knight, Interstellar, and Memento are all fantastic top of the line movies. The Dark Knight, half of The Dark Knight is very good. Inception is a boring monstrosity, and Interstellar, I don't even want to fucking get into it. I loved Interstellar. Interstellar was great. Yeah, Interstellar was really fun. Woof. They're all fun movies. <laughs> <laughs> Those are all long movies that feel shorter than their runtime, which to me is good enough. Yeah. the dark. No, Jake, it's because you only remember half of The Dark Knight. No, I remember the You're whole straight thing. straight up only thinking about half no, of The Dark No, there was like Knight. a really actually overlong thing with the whole fairy and the barge thing, and I didn't like that. Well, and yeah, that's 48 You're, minutes long. You're forgetting about the, his argument is that you're forgetting about Two-Face at the end. Because that's an no, entirely so, separate thing. In, in the hospital, when he becomes Two-Face? Yeah. It's no, fine. Well, and then he also has his own arc when he becomes the villain. There is like... Oh, in the warehouse. Long, yeah. Yeah. Yes. I was forgetting it's, about that. Yep. It's a full third of the movie that sucks. It, it doesn't suck. suck. It just is you forgettable suck. compared to the rest, which is all-timer. <laughs> R.I.P. Pour some out, Heath Ledger. I agree with that. Yes. What were we talking about? I don't know. Jack <laughs> fucking took it off the rails. No we're talking about the movie does middle. We're talking about the movie does middle. We were talking oh. about Inception because we were talking about how concise and well-written this movie is. I got you. So that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah, like, honestly, like, where this movie starts to stumble, and I don't know if anyone else has does middle. Maybe I shouldn't say this right now. I already now. said mine. The uh, it, setup for the exposition. It's transitionary into what the movie does wrong, but, like, it does try to do too much. Like, this is a turn your brain off and like just let the movie happen movie. And that's why I think I had a good time with it because I really didn't try to think about all the flashbacks and what they were trying to say. Like anytime what's her name, like the archaeologist that flew the balloon. Oh, anytime she came on screen, I I basically just kind of like took a little siesta and then came back afterwards for the anthrax. Apparently in Moving to Mars, we forgot that helium was a thing and a way, or just Quit. how hot air balloons work. We we apparently decided to fill hot air balloons entirely with hydrogen, but then also burn something below that to get them going. The hot air balloon in this makes less than zero sense. Uh, You would still, I mean, it makes no sense if it's hydrogen to burn, obviously, but if you were, you would still want to like, helium will be lower density if you heat it up. Absolutely. So you, but the, what I'm saying is, she's she's burn she's burning it like a standard hot air balloon when she's first flying. But then when it crashes, it erupts like the Hindenburg. Like the entire thing is fucking hydrogen. Oh, and they do the they like do this the they do the slowdown. This is actually a neat a neat pick because uh-huh. I like it so much. They do like the four <laughs> times you get. They, they had one shot at blowing that fucking thing up, so you get four different slightly slowed down versions of the explosion. Great, the, really good yeah, stuff. If you want the thesis statement, if you want to just tell your friends what this movie is, that show them the sequence where Whitlock is escaping from Whitlock. the other mining colony. In a green screen hot air balloon on Mars, yeah. with no rebreather, yeah. looking around, she's, yeah. she's doing the like the 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 like the Lewis and Clark. I'm a Voyager. Ha- yeah, yeah, I am the Voyager. Hand over her eyes, like yeah. trying to figure out where she's going. Yeah. thing. Um, and then her hot air balloon hits a single blade of a windmill, crashes to the Earth, and erupts into flames like it's a 1994 action. Like the Hindenburg. Movie. 
Like, yeah. well, yes, like the Hindenburg, but also like every car that flipped over in like True Lies or The Rock or whatever. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For it sure. Was... And not only does it catch on fire, but they have five different jump cuts to the exact like they had cameras set up on 20 that are all which, like every which different access didn't actually happen never act was just a lie she was telling they're all at like 87 percent speed Wait, too uh, why would you think that's this not ever happened why why do you say that that's the story she told to natasha henstridge to explain how she got there it's a lie because she's actually the archaeologist that released the ghosts. She never flew anywhere in that hot air balloon. That was all a lie. I thought Mark. she released That's the ghost the in another mine and she was leaving that mine and it came here, but she couldn't escape it because it's spreading. Yeah, Jack, I think this story was way too complex. It went over <laughs> your head. She released the ghosts from another spot, another mining colony. And then when that got overrun, she ran away and the ghosts came to the new mining colony. Why that wrinkle in the story was necessary, I don't know. But that's what they say. <laughs> Jack was trying to make it more complex than it actually was. Yeah. Exactly. Regardless, I fucking love that hot air balloon scene. Oh, my God. I had it in Does Wrong and Neat Picks. So. Yes. So middle. <laughs> that's exactly where I had so it. So middle. So I'm, uh, whatever, I'm mentioning it now, right? Like yeah. a professional. The, the last thing I had in dust middle, I've already kind of talked about, was the, the heavy metal sequences. I, the heavy metal's exciting and cool, but then when I have to listen to the same riff for 11 minutes, it makes it bad. And the Urukai training montage set to heavy metal kind of towards the beginning of the movie is the perfect example of why it's bad. Are you talking about the, the one where they keep decapitating people and I couldn't tell what the hell was going on until the final guy and then they like throw a, head, a prop of no, a head No, I'm talking the about the one that's a flashback to how everybody in the camp got turned into Jack Turnt, ghosts of please. Mars. Turnt into ghosts of Mars. They did get turned. Um, uh, where, I mean, it's essentially just the Urukai montage from Lord of the Rings, but it's set to heavy metal and it's 11 minutes long. You just, you Wait, are up. you actually comparing the Lord of the Rings to something favorably? I'm comparing it to a movie I fundamentally dislike, yes. <laughs> Best picture Jack's real fun winner. at parties. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's like, hold on, I can't come over. I have to read the entire film criticism page from the New York Times for the last year uh, before Mark, I can form Mark, any Mark, find me a film critic who doesn't like those Lord of the Rings movies and tell me I'm some <laughs> I don't. I have not seen one. Hey, 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 I found one. I'm, His name's Jack, I'm, and I'm talking I'm to him I'm alone right on now. an island hating those movies, need, hating those boring we movies. We need you to see the director's cuts, man. That's the problem. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> is they needed to be longer for you. <laughs> Jesus. He just Christ. wasn't. The Return invested. of the King is like four hours and 48 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking it's Ben Hur over here. Speaking of another director whose whole catalog is befuddling and absolutely perplexing, Peter Very Jackson. Very good point. What does this movie do wrong? Peter Jackson's like the new John uh, Carpenter. It's. it's he, I. Yes, totally they, they actually, yes, I they mean, have very similar... Uh, what does the movie do wrong? I mean, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad uh, movie. It's, it's horrible. It's a bad <laughs> movie. Yeah, it's, Primarily, it's extremely bad. I like it, but it's bad. <laughs> Prime, the, the, the most jarring things to me were that the whole time Natasha Hentridge is saying the Martians seem to perceive that we've invaded them. They seem to see us as invaders. And it's like, what do you mean they seem to see you as invaders? You've come to colonize their planet. 
And then there's also a tremendous amount of misogyny in the movie. Even though... Well, let's not... Hold on. Let's not cross dreams. This is about let's, dominion. We have time to talk about both things. We don't have to lump them both into one bullet point. I don't know. Do we have time, Mark? They are both bad. <laughs> yeah, the, Do we have time? the underlying, like... Straight up rape <laughs> throughout this entire the, movie is and so weird. Yeah, Carpenter thought he's being so transgressive and so woke, making it a matriarchal society where the women are in charge of everything, but then still has like a rape scene that's very strange and a character say, I'll cut your fucking titties off and just all sorts of nonsense misogyny. Oh God, I forgot about that. <laughs> you don't get it, Jack. It's a dark comedy, okay? They're yeah. doing it to be edgy. He's holding a mirror up to society. <laughs> exactly, dude. <laughs> Just like in They Live. Doesn't age oh, well and God. also wasn't good at the time. <laughs> That's a real Both accurate. double whammy. <laughs> yeah. It, it was bad and got worse. God damn, this movie's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, sucks hey, so well, bad. Uh, uh, the ADR in this movie is absolutely preposterous it's, and yeah, some of the worst yeah. thinking I've ever seen in my it's, whole life. Uh, no, it's bad. It's it's bad in the way that I kind of expect, honestly. How many like million this. of dollars did this <laughs> make <laughs> in 2001? <laughs> 20. Uh, oh, yeah, wait, did you want me to hold on? Did you want me to adjust for inflation? This is this is comparable to The Triangle, a movie with like a $20 budget that came out in 1978 or whatever. Oh, oh, oh. Bermuda ATR Triangle, wise. not the, the Triangle. Bermuda not Triangle. The triangle. Like, triangle was like a four dollar movie that came out three excuse years me. ago. They both uh, had yeah, very limited. Me. Actually, it was just Triangle. Excuse me. The Triangle is another movie that came out in the last five years that I have not seen. The Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle was worse. We still need to get it's those. The closest analog no to ADR I've seen. Way. Yeah, it wasn't Dude, that bad. You're forgetting how Greer bad Bermuda scenes. Triangle was. You're forgetting Pam how Greer, bad so many movies around this era were. Pam Greer's lips move a full half second different from what she's saying. Throughout the entirety, I didn't of notice that. Well, she's in it for like five minutes. Her character is baffling. Maybe that's just a <laughs> trick that like Pam Greer does. You know, she's she's a ventriloquist. <laughs> what is a ventriloquist? She's she's that's a she's a police lieutenant ventriloquist. Fan theory. <laughs> yeah, fan theory. She, uh, you know what? Of, she probably was. Yeah, I think that's what was happening. She she decided yeah. she did like it's, it's method acting. You know, she's yeah. Projecting her voice yeah. before she says it or after she says it, depending on the She scene. thought that would be a turn on for Henstridge's character. Right? Mm-hmm. Forget her mm-hmm. name. And mm-hmm. it was not. Oh, yeah. There's also <sighs> sexual assault on her part, too. Yeah, she also sexually... Yeah, there is. There's Everyone in this film, I think, sexually assaults Henstridge's character. It's a, it's a very misogynistic film. What, what's the what's misogyny but on the other side? Sexual assault. Well, no. Well, yeah, I mean, yes. yes, that's a thing. No, no, no. But even even though she is the one doing the assault, it still feels like it's written from a misogynistic place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very, well, I very mean, male gazy. Yes. Man, wouldn't this yes. be hot if these it two just, lesbians it just got is. at it? It just is. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the sense of place is hard to wrap my head around. It's Mars, Mark. They get not that part. The, the actual, the actual, well. the actual city of Shining Valley or Shining Canyon or whatever the fuck makes it is no like, fucking. They sense. They get dropped off in a train. I thought the train was just like moving past the station and parking, going into you know just shifting into park. They and had then to go they, do another drop of something. I think somewhere. Yeah, they just explained that later. But I was very confused why she couldn't raise the thing on comms when it was like a half mile away. Whatever. I guess it was on the other side of the planet. Um, Gravity. <laughs> sure. They walk, I mean, when we see this place, it's like the main, it's like an old west town, right? There's Main Street, yeah. there's like a few houses maybe on the other side, yeah. but you could more or less 
throw a rock from one side of the town to the other side of the yeah. town. It's, Until it's, they all haul up in the fortress of a prison that apparently also exists in this town. Yeah, it's basically whatever town Luke Skywalker is from. It's that yeah, town. Yeah, exactly. And also, every time they get back together, they're like, where the fuck were you? What's going on? Yeah. You were all the way over there across the street from us. How did you get that far away? Throughout this movie, people are either right next to you I have or to assume, 45 minute walk away. I have to assume that like some of the build is like below ground and that's why it doesn't look as much doesn't look like as much from the shots outside. That's the benefit of the doubt that I'm giving. Okay. I'm willing I'm willing And to it's go also there. it yeah, seems like it'd be germane to what you would do on Mars. You might build down. I it, don't know. It doesn't feel like the kind of town that would have a barbed wire walled off fortress of a jail. Yeah, but you got to keep those ruffians at bay, Jack. Yeah, there's a lot of drunkards. Yeah. It feels like the kind of town that would have an uh, Andy Griffith-style holding cell. Yeah, but Jack, what you you aren't considering is that they did, but then clear became a real problem, and they had to spin that puppy up real quick. Yeah, what you're forgetting. Did it? It, On a night where most people in the town are off doing their own thing dead, uh, there are still no less than four people in the drunk tank. So they have one of whom... It's a real one of whom burner. came there when no officer was present. Yeah, yeah, the and guy apparently walked into the jail cell. Wait, is the guy? Said, no, Whitlock. No, the 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 woman. The, Whitlock. The oh, the science, yeah, the, the woman. Oh, yeah, Whitlock. Whit- yeah, she crashed she was in a balloon. Was like, able to open the jail cell, and nobody worried about that. And then went in, and then when they got there, no, the officers were like, "Yeah, I guess that makes well, sense." Yeah, and then none of the people like. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> it's the only. It's, it's the dumbest movie. I fucking love it so much. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what looks like dog shit throughout this movie? Every time the mob of zombies throws or repels <laughs> anything towards any of the main characters, it always looks like dog I shit. I would add, so yes, and I... It's I, like, I, it's they basically, like, play the scene that they had already filmed on a green screen in the background, and then they have one of those, like, st- they have a stagehand dressed in the green man outfit run with a grenade or a hubcap or a fucking <laughs> spear on, like, wires, and they just run across the screen and, like, lift it up and kind of shake it a little bit, and then it, like, cuts yep. off somebody's head, and then they run away. Yep. That's how I assume they did all of the special effects in this movie. <laughs> yes. Jake, what were you going to well, add? Well, no, I was just going to say that, like, I would add to that. I had a big problem with, like, the way movement was handled in this movie. Very poorly. I, I focused yes. more on, like, the way in which humans moved. Like, none of the soldiers are capable of moving in even a basic way in open space. Like, that's not how humans move in open space. And it was actually, sure. it was annoying to me until the sequence where they're leaving and they get to where the train should be and it's not there. And Ice Cube's character, Desolation <laughs> Jones or whatever his name is, Desolation tur- Jones turns around and he's like, I'm doing what we should have been doing the whole time. The way he walks down the hill while dual wielding <laughs> turns everything on its head for me because it's just as unbelievable. But it is so fucking stupid and awesome <laughs> that it won me this, over. It's still what it does wrong, mind you, because no one this moves movie normally. Is so weird because ostensibly, like Pam Greer, Ice Cube, like very, these established people took this because they wanted to be portrayed as badasses in this movie, and then John Carpenter took them and made them look as stupid as is humanly possible. And that's the great humor of this. Worked out for Jason Statham. I mean, joke jokes I mean, on everyone else. Jason and Ice Cube became a, like did a bunch of action movies after this too. It's really just Pam Greer that got the 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 shit is, end of this lollipop. Is is this Ice Cube's first 
major movie? I wouldn't be surprised I'm gonna based on up. his acting ability. Oh, no, his and acting also, was fine, dude. The fact that no, he hadn't no, it really... It was fine. It wasn't. Wrong. He, neither wrong. his nor Natasha Henstrich's acting is fine. They're both wrong. very uh, bad actors. Okay, well, I don't know why we're being This specific. isn't even close to his first movie. He's been acting in movies since 1991. I don't know why but, we feel we need to be specific with any given actor talking about oh, the shit. acting. Anaconda was 97. Because, because it feels like, Mark, because it feels like Jason Statham knows he's in a horse shit movie. He doesn't seem like he's taking it serious. Well, see, the funny thing about Jason Statham in this movie is it's Jason Statham in every movie. He, yeah, he I mean, doesn't he's not act. a good actor, but he's the best actor in this movie. Dude, two of the Friday movies had already come out. I'm Jake, on my stop. own plane over here. Stop. Yeah, I know. You're just talking over us at this point. It's, no, it's good. It's good. But I also like that Ice Cube, this is like... Every... Before he learned like to be an action star, I need to get into like actually good shape, not just like <laughs> chonky big guy shape, which I'm very into. I don't mind it, but uh, I feel like he I was like in that... pretty good shape uh, during his like rap career, and then he kind of went into the chonky big guy phase, and then That's... he came but back. Then, then he yeah, th- this is peak peak. I'm gonna let myself get out of shape. And then he got back into action movies. Like Desolation shows. Jones, and he's walking around like the Marshall Marshmallow Man. His arms <laughs> the okay. Man. He was looking fine, man. <laughs> dude, fine. dude, he did so many bench presses for this role, and that's all he did. That's fine. <laughs> Benching and bicep curls all the I time. I mean, that's kind of what this movie is. On way. Mars, on Mars, that's actually how you how your musculature grows. That's it's how all you. Arms? That's, yeah, it's uh, all arms and, and chest. You get very barrel chest. Is that on, because of the eighty-four percent terraforming? It, you have to be like eighty yeah, percent terraformed yeah, yeah, yeah. to really so start to build the legs. There's so little oxygen. Yeah, there's uh, not the enough gravity still. to really build legs. It actually you don't like have enough it makes your rib cage bigger. Uh huh. Because your lungs have to expand, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, it like really yeah. puffs. But your then chest you run into that problem where your sternum's a little concave, a little more concave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you just kind of like got it, like flex in a way, like you got to. Oh, so you're always flexing. You're always bowed up. Shit. You're always bowed. Push him up and out, Jake. Actually, you push him up I, I, I over I, I I jumped the gun on the phrase earlier. This is a fan theory. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have too many of those, dude. I I'm going. I, I'm taking a trip down memory lane here with these actors. Fucking Jason I Statham. Have one thing. Jason Statham. One was more a, thing. This movie does very. He's, wrong. he's, he's ignoring what yeah, I have Jack, to say. What do you on, want from Josh, me? Let him finish I his don't point. Want... Jack, if you don't let him finish talking, I'm gonna about keep going. His, his meandering bullshit. He's just gonna keep talking over us. Okay, fine. <laughs> Statham was already in lock. Stocking two smoking barrels and snatch before this, and that is weird to me. And in both he of those looks movies, so much younger. In both of those movies, he played this exact same character. Well, he always the plays the exact same character. He plays in every movie he's ever I understand been in. that, but this movie just drips with this has to be his first role. Jason Statham was like 5'8, too. It's very weird. Him and Tom Cruise should be, be in a movie together. Star. Oh my god. <laughs> I would see that. Has that not happened? I don't think so. Huh. I'm looking. Tom Cruise isn't one of those fast movies yet. I'm looking. I, I I'm looking. So. Like okay, so wait. To revisit my point that I don't know if came out because Jake wouldn't stop fucking talking. I'm going to keep talking. All of the acting is terrible. Jack, what was your point that you were trying to get to? Jesus. Uh, it's Jason Statham related. The The last <laughs> very hard point in the what this movie does wrong, the, Natasha Hanser just drops on us in the last 15 minutes of this thing. Jason Statham. The, what, sergeant of the police department, I think, uh, the not rookie, is the science officer <laughs> of the Martian police department. Well, What the fuck? He has no idea how anything, he's a clueless idiot throughout the whole movie. Well, that's simply not true, Jack. He spends most of the time off screen, like, hacking doors and stuff. He's clearly, like, an engineer of some kind. But when she says, 
talking about very basic nuclear theory, we need to take the control rods out before it can explode. He says, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Tell me what I need to do. Tell me what I need to shoot. I'm Jason Statham. So maybe it's, I mean, okay. I also don't not think you should say his full actual actor name in the movie. Not but, yeah, <laughs> that was a directing choice. Not the best. Not the best use of the term science officer. He seems more like the engineer of the group that was put on this mission to go get a prisoner and bring him back. And then they just also decided to deputize him as the chief science officer for Mars. They could have just left that line out entirely. <laughs> they could have. Maybe, maybe it was problem. an ad lib, and uh, Carpenter was like, "Genius, keep it in." This is Natasha Henstridge's best work. We have to leave that line in. <laughs> it's the only take that worked, unfortunately. Well, before I move off the misogyny entirely, there's a scene at the end where she's just without pants for like, and in a very strange underwear setup. For that's kind of that was like shades of Alien a bit. Yeah, that's true. Except this movie had scores of shit like that that made this not feel out of place beforehand. Are are we to believe, so at one point in this love evolution between her and Ice Cube? What the hell? Not Ice Cube, no. um, Statham. What was his actual name? Sergeant Jericho or whatever? Just Jericho. Sergeant Science. I don't know. His name was Jericho. He was Jericho something. They called him Jericho. So she actually is sort of into it at one point when it seems like they're all going to die. Yeah, because it's the classic, it's the 90s, it's the end of the world, Y2K, let's just fuck thing. And that's what this movie actually does wrong, is aside from the fact that she's basically just being sexually assaulted for being a beautiful person. It was the Y2K. Throughout the entire... Uh, film at one point she's just like because somehow this is how it works in Hollywood she's just like yeah okay let's fuck it was cool let's do this you're and actually right that does. was the that was yeah that's that actually the worst bad. that moment it's very that bad. moment was disappointing truly let that breathe as was the whole movie <laughs> no I mean, hard my wife and I watched this together and afterwards she was like how fucking long was that? It felt three it hours felt, long. It felt like five minutes. It was I felt like I just watched the Covenant of the Ark open. It's barely <laughs> over 90. Like, it's like 96 minutes. I feel like I just drank from the wrong chalice. You guys are... <laughs> Fuck you. This movie is fun, man. I uh, The only other thing I'd written down for nothing. Does Wrong, aside nothing. from the fact that there's no sequel, the only other thing I had written down as <laughs> <laughs> what the movie does wrong is that... Um, I don't understand why this is rated R. Like, I feel like they got the R rating, but they like shot it as though it was PG thirteen, and then were surprised by the R rating because most of the actual violence in this, like people get their heads chopped off and stuff like that, but it's all very cartoonish. When they actually do like the up close violence of the dude like repeatedly beheading, like the head ghost beheading the prisoners that didn't get turned turned. Thank you. Honestly, Thank you. it's edited in such a conservative and weird way. I couldn't tell what the fuck was happening until in the final shot, and I referenced this earlier, they take like a head prop and just like throw it off to the side. They needed to say budget. I guess, but like, <laughs> they this, already, is, this is a they PG-13 used it all, movie. All 28 mil. This is a straight up they, PG-13 movie that is rated R, and they could have done so much more with their effects. Like, totally, Carpenter absolutely. is known for effects. I would they, actually they, they love- spent it all. They spent it all on, I mean, I really do think, I don't know if he filmed it at night with like red lights he everywhere, did. Did. like stadium lighting. No, he no, didn't. no, so he didn't, he didn't, no, they it, filmed yes. it in New Mexico at and night. they had a bunch of red dye that they sprayed on everything and that's how they got everything to be red. Wait, fucking really? But, so yes. the, but they filmed they it at night with a place like, that was red? 
No, they on shot. Earth. They shot on like they Moab. shot on Earth. Believe it or not. <laughs> no, there are many places. But that like are red Moab, Mo- the Earth in Moab is pretty. Well, red. I mean, you're not going to shoot no, it's still, the National it's still Park pretty, though. Pretty, pretty, like, like, there are plenty yellow. of places in Colorado though that you could have shot that are red enough, especially at night. Like, they shot in New Mexico in a regular ass desert that is like reddish yellow. And then they they took. I mean, a court. Look, this is all secondhand. Grain of salt, huge grain of salt trivia from IMDb trivia page. But they doused everything with some red dye that was like biodegradable. But then what I'm, what oh, I'm wondering is, did he shoot it good. at night and light everything like it's the day, like it's stadium lighting to make it look like it's the day at night so the sky is black? Yes. Or did he yes, film did. during the day with a weird filter? All One at night. The, like the first three bullet, with it, two of the first three bullet points on the trivia page for this thing on IMDb are shot entirely at night and they dyed everything red. So that was a tremendous amount of the budget. Yes, then. it was. Sure. I mean, it's hugely expansive scenes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Boom. To like make something look like day when there's shots of background hills, like you need lighting for miles. Yeah, it would be a lot and- of lighting. It was that and the balloon and anthrax. And yeah, and the balloon. Cube. The balloon. Most of it was balloon budget. <laughs> Did you see the balloon? They. Ex- <laughs> I saw the balloon five or six times. Exactly. The, the <laughs> they needed you to know. That's an indicator, of... man. They needed you to know that was expensive. That's why they showed it to you five times. Mm-hmm. The Nine Inch Nails guitarist I was thinking of as Robin Fink. Uh... Who also plays, plays with Guns N' Roses. Played with Guns N' Roses. I was wrong about Rage. Never played with Rage. Well, no one played with Rage other than it's always been. Hey, Tom you know Rello. what's funny about this movie? It has a train it's... and I just blew a train whistle. Think about it. Oh. This movie is the first movie to heavily feature a train that I haven't liked, I think. This is... I cannot believe the direction that this podcast is taking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are out of practice. It is meandering. No, just... It's more the takes than anything, man. I'm just hurt. <laughs> I, I mean, I would watch this movie again. Hell yeah, I would. Oh my god, I'd watch this again. Spoiler alert. I would not... I will never watch this movie again sober. I'd Gladly watch it again very drunk. You said you hated it when you were blacked. But with you guys, it'd be fun. I and agree And if with I that. hadn't if I hadn't just watched Knocked Up right beforehand. <laughs> Good callback. That's probably actually another, okay, another so bad movie. We're going Knocked to go ahead and assume, terrible. We're going to go ahead and assume that it was mostly due to the transition between what you had seen beforehand and then this. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm curious as to what it but was. But also, because this isn't a good movie. <laughs> I mean, duh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we agree. Duh and, Jack. Let's talk about nitpicks, because I've blown my whistle now a couple times, I think. The grappling hook sword scene, first off, won't work as a sword. It's about two inches wide. Are we really going to nitpick point? the point? Dude. Dude. The sword. You hit someone, you're just hitting someone Jackie. with a blunt instrument, but Natasha Henstrich lifts it like it's nothing. It's made of foam. Okay, I can't. I can't. They should have weighted it. They should have weighted it accordingly. Maybe it's made out of... It's space steel. It's much lighter. I suppose gravity on Mars is less just, than Earth. Look, pick an actual strong woman, not just a model who you gave no strength training to. Was she wow. just a model? Natasha just a model. model. A Canadian model who then got cast in Species and then a few thing? other roles. No, she was in Species and Species See, I don't know. I'm, we now do you're need to watch sending species. me back down the rabbit hole, Jack. We do need to watch Species. Yeah, just let's watch that Species. Out there. That's a good movie. Species. Look, the, 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 
the thing she lifts up, which is ostensibly a sword, is obviously made of foam. It's like two inches thick, and it sucks. She then ties a rope to it and throws it over, and they don't even show it hooking to anything at the top of the tower or anything built into it. They show it hooking to a (laughs) weapon rack (laughs) set near the base of the fucking wall. It's the most haphazard (laughs) B-roll It's. It's Oops, like the it's the assistant director and some cameramen went off and they were just like I don't know huck it over there I'll film whatever it hits. Man, the, the world of grappling hook scenes is very stupid, and this might be the worst grappling hook scene I've ever seen. True is is there any tool in the history of mankind that is more overstated in utility than a grappling hook? I don't believe so. No, no. I don't think overstated. So yeah, everyone thinks the grappling hooks are useful, and they're not at all. Yeah. Okay. They're cool. They're, they're cool useful. though. They are cool. And they're useful. You just got to know when to use them, and it's very rarely. And yeah, and it's almost never. It's all, And they don't. The weight that you would have to carry to get them to the point where they are useful is not warranted. Yep. Your yes. encumbrance will be too high. Oh, You'll have boy. to walk everywhere. You won't <laughs> oh be able boy. to run or fast travel. That's why hey, you need a hook shot. That while has we're to talking do with about bad effects. I want to talk about her, air quotes, superficial wounds at the beginning of this movie. Okay. Where she just came from a disaster, like, war zone. Yeah. And almost was decapitated. And the wound she has on her neck is like a little, they took like a piece of, like, red lipstick. I mean, it missed by just, just, just barely. It missed by just barely. It just grazed her. Just just a little bit. Just a tight just a nice little scratch. Yeah. Top few molecules got scraped off. Yeah. It's very bad. It's very bad makeup. That's all. Thank you. Agreed. I mean, did you see her nosebleed in this? Why, why <laughs> does why does the mob of possessed people have just a shitload of chakrams to throw all the time? Why why is there razor circles? Why why do they have those? Do they ever What do you talk mean? What do you mean why? What Why are not? they? Why do they have? I don't know. Their chakram. Maybe they needed the, the their saw blades. For have mining. you? Okay, okay. But for realsies, though, have you not seen Xena Warrior Princess? Of course, I have. You gotta have some razor circles that you throw in circles and decapitate. Yeah, people. fair. Fair. I, I mean, it's fair. I'd love to see. Cool. Done. Problem solved. Ever, s- ever since I saw Goldfinger, I would, I would love to be able to throw my top hat and cut someone's head. I off. mean, that's better than just the. I mean, that's when you dress it up and really get it snazzy. Okay. Yeah, they don't like, have that's top the. Hats. That's the logical endpoint of the circular flying thing. Now that you're mentioning it, though, nitpick: none of these zombies have top hats. It's true, but if they did, you could that bet your ass they'd throw true. it like odd job. Even though a guy from Guns N' Roses was ostensibly involved in the music from it, should have been a lot of Ooh, slash. Slash should have been. In this. I mean, he would have <laughs> fit right Essentially, in. was the main zombie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my neat neat pick with the main zombie, uh, whatever we're calling them, is the very first time that you see him. It's like an Easter egg or something. The way they frame him up is exactly like Captain Howdy. Exactly. Like, it's the exact same. How so? Uh, like, he, black background? Uh, it's not black. It's, wait, it's wait. not like black Are you talking enough. about, like, the, 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 the de- like demonic four-frame scene yes, from The from Exorcist? Yes, from The Exorcist. Uh, it's, okay. it's not black enough, but, like, his... He, first of all, looks enough like Captain Howdy with his teeth and the white makeup and the super bony, like, orbital bones being prominent. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, that's cool. But the way it's shot, like, if you could... I would never go to the effort 
trust me, I to, would to, to put these next to each other, but it looked the same to me. So there you go. That'd be cool. This just in, Jake has guaranteed that that image will go up on our Patreon page. Patreon page. Which Mark will post. Well, luckily, our patrons actually do stuff and care about stuff, unlike Jake. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I have a neat pick for you. Okay. There's a line. That was a neat pick as well, so. There's a line. Uh, yeah, it was. Okay. I have another neat pick Thank for you. Thank you. There was, there's a line as they're exiting the train at the very beginning of the movie that when you sign up for a year of duty on Mars, it's actually two Earth years. Yes. A uh, year on Mars is, in fact, 687 Earth days. So, you know, they, re- they researched it. That makes sense. But hard sci-fi. Hard sci-fi. Jack, counter. <laughs> do you think that's accurate, or do you think that... They didn't do that, and they meant it as a straight-up line, just assuming, like you should, that humanity would have one measurement for time, being an Earth anum. Anum. No, I think that they wrote that specifically that the law, like the contracts for service are specifically worded in a way that it is But it's a year at the point of work, not the point of origin. You think that's an intentional joke? Yes. One hundred percent. It's not, it's not that complicated. Like, yeah. That there is there is zero percent uh, chance that wasn't an intentional humor. Forgive point. me for thinking that this mo this movie might have missed a fucking intentional joke that was not that complicated. It's You're not forgiven. that complicated to make You're a forgiven. good movie, apparently, and the, and they did. And yeah, and no, they, they succeeded. Awesome. Uh, they made an awesome movie, but not a good one. You're right. Why does Cleo Duvall? I agree with that. Why okay. does Cleo Duvall's character only get a pistol and the other rookie has like a full-on he's like the machine oh because see misogyny point earlier okay, cool got it yeah. thank you well that but also clea Duvall's character is the stupidest human who's ever fucking <laughs> yeah, lived the only she time does she ever wildly speaks. useless she does fuck up more than any other character <laughs> she's either paralyzed with fear or unable to raise something on comms I think she gets the vapors at one point <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, she might faint a couple times yep definitely <laughs> she also climbs that tower though yeah because she's unable to raise it on comms unless she's at the very tip top of the antenna even I mean, though there's that's definitely useful. an access point at the bottom of the antenna that's useful yes she is able to climb the jungle gym at one point you fucking do it I don't need to it's an antenna you plug into the bottom of it <laughs> it's not a ladder you're not supposed to go up there to do your comms it's less you're supposed to sit at the when bottom Mark of it you up, comms. I've seen it before when Mark <laughs> locks you up he doesn't unbind your hands for you to pee I've seen it he handles your dick himself yeah obviously or I just let you wet yourself depending on how you know like energetic I'm feeling <laughs> how spicy I'm feeling <laughs> feeling spicy today yeah it's like a, it's an upside down horseshoe if yeah. I'm somewhere on the horseshoe, then whatever. You're going to pee yourself. <laughs> if I'm somewhere on the horseshoe. We should go. <laughs> so you're always going to have Fuck ratings. Let's go. Let's just go. <laughs> if I'm somewhere on the horseshoe. <laughs> I should have had, had less gin to start the day. I think you'd always be on the horseshoe. Yeah, theoretically, that is how the horseshoe would work. I'm off the horseshoe. <laughs> this point. <laughs> Here's the horseshoe, and here's me, way over here, not on the horseshoe. <laughs> That's why I've had four beers tonight. I'm off the horseshoe. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Dust in the wind. All they are is dust in the wind. We, Overdated Z Horror, use a 1 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think about Nick Lowe, who would rate how much men's words are worth. All men are liars, they're 
And for 10, think about George Cohen would write his family's level of thankfulness. And I want you to know that I'm not the only one that's grateful. My mother thanks you. My father thanks you. My sister thanks you. And I assure you, I thank you. Story's the first category to rate these movies. Mark, this was your pick. Rate right the thing for story. Uh, I don't know why you'd go to me first. That seems like a terrible idea. I gave this a three. It was your pick is why. That's what I always do. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm vamping because I had to pull it up. Um, I gave this a three. <laughs> I truly have no idea how to rate this. There's so many things happening, but this feels right. It's it's a volume game. They're going for a lot of things. They're happening. Almost game. none of them are working. It's a volume game. Uh, but... I guess to slightly to the movie's credit, like the story isn't so ob- obstructive that it gets in the way of what happens here, right? Like the background is fine, and then zombie attack, and then they're on a train, and there's a train sequence. We didn't even fucking talk about the train sequence, but whatever. Yeah, because it's so boring. It's there's a nuclear. Boring. We didn't even mention there's a nuclear war I don't, at one point. I don't want to talk about the <laughs> nuclear war. We're not going back. I gave it a three. I gave it a three. Okay. I gave it a three. Okay. Jaco, cool. how about yourself? I give it a three and a half, so we're not too far off. Oh! I'm interested to see what Jack gives it. I, I agree that there there is definitively too much going on here, and if you try to do like the broad stroke story category, it's really hard to do with this one because, like, on the surface, you just you got like this kind of interesting sci fi like cops are going to go grab this prisoner from an outpost on Mars, bring him back, and then they run into some shit. That's interesting, but. The movie is not that. The movie is a lot more, and it's super convoluted, so it does not deserve a higher rating. Yeah, I gave it a three. I mean, I agree with you. It's doing a ton. I also think it's it's cool that they do this, like, flashbacks of flashbacks kind of thing, but it doesn't... It never, like, works well. It's not ever well done. It's... it's. Uh, I said I, I thought mean, it would very be interesting. Simple... <laughs> it's a very simple concept that they kind of fuck up over and over again. I'm giving it a three. <laughs> Uh, world building and immersion are second score. Mark, um, I feel like Jake is gonna cheer and you are gonna scoff. I gave this a six for immersion. I'm not gonna scoff. Okay. Uh, this if this movie has a strength, it is the immersion. It's this. Um, yeah. I prefer to not think of this as the world building category, even though I know that is the second part of it because it's on Mars. It's scientifically perfect. If I yeah, I know it's scientifically perfect. It's but on the Mars. World building part of this movie. It's at night. S- Sucks. Well, it's, everything's at it's night. At night, it's on Mars. Everything's at night. Do you know how much farther and away they do a good job building that world? Okay, I gave it a six. It is a very watchable movie. It's entertaining. Um, don't think at all too hard about it. Good. Great. Jake. Grand. Wonderful. Mark and I are in lockstep. I gave it a six and a half. I'm just a half point higher than Mark. Wait, on all we're of not in lockstep. We're yeah, we are actually because I we're we're just I, we're gonna be in in orbit. You together. have a half. You have a half. Mark point and I bias. are in orbit, Jack. I don't have much else to say. Like this, this is just entertaining enough, and that's this is where it shines. To be quite honest, I think we're all gonna be there with that. It's already been alluded to. Uh, the world building is fine, I guess, <laughs> but uh, it is. No, it's fine. It's on Mars. They're on Mars. The world. They built it. It's Mars. No, it's but a town the, city, in Mars. the city itself sucks. It's a city in Mars. Is it's it not though? a city. It's very confusing. Which one? The one at the beginning and it's end? Either, it's either a sprawling metropolis or a Oh, the one at the beginning town. and end. No, 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 no. The thing there in Shining Canyon. They build underground, dude. Okay. Fan theory. They never travel I underground. F- I gave it a five. Yeah. And it's fine. I 
agree that this movie's watchability is its best feature, but also I disagree with Mark in terms of the world building because I think it's Mars. The always it being night. It, I mean, that's a, not easy to do. The background scenes, like it never looks like it's. I mean, it looks good from that perspective. It always looks like that, and that's cool. And then also, I think the world of these, I'm going to call them Reavers because of Firefly. But the Urukai. Those, those are very cool. Like the, the people hanging upside down, weird things carved into shit. Like all of that feels very Carpenter to me. See our earlier conversation about what feels Carpenter. Yeah. But there's <laughs> Literally nothing of feels this, Carpenter, but okay. But a ton of this movie is like finding these dens of where all this massacring occurred and all that is practically built and looks really good and is really cool and cohesive coupled with what they did outside. I don't think this movie is particularly low on world building. It's just not particularly high either. That's going to take us into scare factor mark. Uh, Look, not scary. I mean, is, is the punchline here. I gave it a two and a half. There's almost nothing here that is creepy even um there's some scenes of violence and i guess that could be disturbing to uh particularly sensitive viewers but i i don't know i'm really reaching here if there's anything to to highlight under scare factor i guess like maybe the scenes from the perspective of the ghosts when they're invisible which is sometimes and they're like choosing which human to kill next that's just like bad cg it's it it's not terrible. CG. It's not, it, it, well, I it's, mean, it's in camera, like red. It's yeah, it's a filter. It's camera. like a bad filter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I guess that would probably be the creepiest thing about this movie is like something invisible in the room with you, choosing which of you to infest next. That's probably the creepiest thing this movie has going for it. Okay. Which Jake, is not very. You gave it a what? Two and, two and, a, half? and a half. We're no longer in orbit, Mark. I gave it a two. I. Oh no. I know. It, like. It's just, I'm, I think it's just, it's just gory enough is what I'll go with to keep it from being like totally bottom of the barrel. But yeah, it's not a scary movie. Like it's, it's as John Carpenter himself said, like it's set out to be kind of silly. Like it's, it's a silly action movie that has horror elements. Oh, I did. Sorry, Jack. I did want to, I did want to jump in there and ask if you guys think that's serious or not, whether or not he made the movie and was surprised by it and then was and like, no, was it was like, a comedy or oh. Do you Almost think it was? Certainly. Do you think it? So, did he make a serious movie that he was surprised by the reaction and changed his tune on, or did you think that he always thought this was a? Comedy? I think he always. I think he was there. I don't think there's a way that he was not setting out to just like have fun with this movie. That's oh, not. That's kind of. A I totally disagree. No, we've seen movies that way. he sets out. We've seen they live. He makes fun movies when he wants to make. This a fun was a movie. fun movie. He was shocked by the reaction to this movie. And he was like, "Nope, it was supposed to be." I, dumb I and fun do. And I think if you sit down and everybody knows, I can write a good no, stupid I, movie, and I did it here on intentionally on purpose. SoundCloud wasn't working, and it was being weird, and that's what I did. <laughs> we are in disagreement, then, man. Like, I, I, there's no way that someone could sit down and start watching this and expect this to be like a serious piece. There's zero way. His direction is weird. That I would is. I would like to have gone to one of the live reads of this script. Well, I think that's just like one of the concepts, <laughs> though, right? Like you, you the the earnestness of it plays into how silly and fun it is. Like, like we talked about just, that. Can you just imagine a, but that's a table more read? Meta than Carpenter has done before? I think. Yeah, just, auteur, Jack. Can you just imagine a table read with like Pam Greer and Clea Duvall, and they're like having a scene together? <laughs> 
<laughs> talking about this just rebreathers fits, this on just Mars. Fits in. This is snug as a bug like, in a rug, man. Like with this look, style of movie. He was, he was never telling Rowdy Roddy Piper to like take it seriously, but trust me, you'll like the end result. Eh. And I think that's what he was fucking telling Natasha Henstridge. I don't know. Jack, okay, we've done there. We've we've gone there. Jack, what was your scare factor? I gave it a two, and the reasons it's not a one is because of the face impaling scenes during some of the mutilation stuff, and also the concept of like the villains of when you kill them, you you killing them doesn't help, right? Which as a concept is good because killing them just means they infest someone closer to you. Now the movie doesn't use that for shit because the movie says killing a whole hallway full of these people means you win. Apparently. Yeah, only sometimes there's, the ghosts are released. Like there's a yeah, there's a whole so the movie action sequence of it. them killing dozens of these things, but then none of them get infested. One guy gets infested. the movie uses it for shit, but it's still a scary concept, which is why it's not a one from me. Uh, which is going to take us into effects or judicious lack thereof. Mark uh, five and a half is where I ended up landing on this. On balance, lots of really good practical. You just highlighted the self mutilation stuff. I mean, there are a lot of good scenes of. The, the makeup effects on people's faces where they're like threading sewing needles and stuff through their cheek. And I think that's, that looks good. It's relatively effective. The sense of place is fucked up, but the individual sets look pretty good. Um, and then balance that with <laughs> horrendous green screen uh, as uh, exemplified by Whitlock's uh, hot air balloon the journey. Balloon was great. Um, as well as it, we've already talked about each of the scenes where there's like a flying harpoon that beheads somebody. Yeah. So, but we haven't actually talked about Clea Duvall's death yet, and that scene. Okay. Yeah. Where let's do it. the thing hits her neck and she explodes like a Power Rangers <laughs> villain. <laughs> no, wait. Her her body just goes limp and her head flies off. Sort of, but it look all looks astonishingly bad. This is why I should have bought the movie. You know, I could have just gone back and watched it right now. You should. you should buy it. I remember it was like six bucks to buy and three to rent. And yeah, every time we watch a movie like that, I'm like, should I just buy this? Yeah. <laughs> this I might is just want to watch bought. this again. I know. Well, you know, I if I have one complaint about our whole venture that we've done over the last five years, it's that I think Amazon should have a program where if you rent a movie, you should get the discount of the rental fee from buying it. Like I, instead of paying six dollars to buy it now, I should be able to pay that three dollars. That sounds very un. That would save me hundreds of dollars. <laughs> it sounds very un Amazon to me. I know, but you know, just I'm just putting it out there in the universe. I'm speaking truth to power. Great. I don't know where we are. Who's who needs to talk I, about effects? I, Jake I needs talk. to go about his effects, or do you just select their of score? Yeah, I can it. talk about it. I I gave it a six and a half. I I think that there you put it perfectly with what you said about how the sets themselves look good when you put everything together, it doesn't quite add up. I They obviously spent a lot of their budget on the sets, and I mean that both from an interior perspective and the exteriors. Like, to make this look like it did, Jack mentioned it earlier, that would cost, like, probably most of their budget. And thank God now, it looks They shot good in enough. New Mexico, okay? So it's probably, like, a tenth of what you're thinking. Sure. Um, Jack also said that the anthrax gets a little grating, uh, I personally disagree, but I can see where he's coming from. However, it is still Anthrax, and that kicks ass from an audio perspective. Balance everything out. Yeah, the ADR wasn't great. Uh, like, it looks good where it needs to. It looks silly where it does. I'm not going to penalize it too much for that because the type of movie it is. I think it sounds pretty good in the way that it needs to for the type of movie that visually it is. But there's a bit of a cap 
with something like this. And six and a half feels right. Yeah, look, I mean, it's a five for me. It's not much different. The stuff that's bad about it hit me a little worse, and the stuff that's good about it didn't grab me as much, but it, it's it's a pretty similar rating for me. It's a five. Uh, it's going to take us into overall mark. I feel like trying to give this movie an overall rating is like trying to grasp a fire hose. Um, I landed on a three and a half. Which, I mean, is a thing people have to do and must be done to quell a fire. <laughs> but they frequently have, like... <laughs> I mean, it's literally, like, unnecessary. A thing that people accomplish, yeah. <laughs> and I'm about to Which is the only it, purpose of our podcast. Is for yeah, I was going to say, like, movies. trained people do it, probably <laughs> without analogy. too much yeah, difficulty. But you should be a trained people. <laughs> uh, in, in firefighters' defense, if they'd fought 240 fires, they'd be a lot better at it than we are at reviewing movies. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I feel like firefighters, like, the percent of their jobs that is fighting fires versus having to do other stuff that's pretty uh, horrific is the percent low. of their job that's like making chili Scraping and going scraping animals school. off. The yeah, road. and human yeah. remains and shit. It's garbage, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I feel like you guys are taking my God uh, bless analogy way too literally. <laughs> yes, we are. This is a bad movie that's fun to watch, mm-hmm. and my point is it's hard to ascribe an overall rating to that. Where yeah. I landed was. A three and a half because this movie still has an element of fun to watching it in it, but it is still objectively a bad movie. I understand that there could be a wild swing, almost like you would see if you grabbed a fire hose too far away from the nozzle. Uh, where Stop you defending yourself. Anywhere, Just explain where you can need... land anywhere between a number of ratings, but I landed at it. three and a half. And what was your range? It's a bad movie. His range was it's a bad That's movie. That's the range. That is his range. The range. Well, range. no, actually, specifically, the range is it's a bad movie that's fun to watch. Yes. So it actually has a higher ceiling than, yeah. than just being a bad movie. And you gave it a three. Three and a half. And half. Okay. Three and a half. Okay. Fifty. Jake. Uh, I did not. So here we go. Let's swing oh, it to the other. And, let's swing it to and... the other side. I gave this a five and a half. There you uh, go. This is this is to me. I'm just gonna. We're gonna have to come up with a different. Who's gonna be Andy Dalton post Andy Dalton? We're getting to the end of. Oh, that Derek career. Carr is gonna be Andy Dalton. It's the Car Bar now. You think so? Yeah. The what? The, the Car Bar? Yeah. Like that's the line. The bar. Yeah. If we're okay. talking about the Andy Dalton line now, it's, it's the now the Car Bar. So I'm gonna car, car Bar this. Yeah, because he's done this now a couple times where he has a good enough team around him. He's a decent quarterback. He's not like an All Star, but like he's usually. Top half. I feel like it's usually with a game manager that I think you can sling a little better than a game manager. There's literally only been one. It's been Andy Dalton, and Andy Dalton also proved to be a relatively good quarterback, not just a game manager. It's the Andy Dalton line. Until until we have a better thing that I agree with more, it's the Andy Dalton line. That's where this belongs because it is super fun, but it is shitty. (laughs) It's a shitty movie, but I like it. That's where it belongs. Uh, Yeah, I I give this a three. This movie is a shitty movie and i didn't have as much fun with it as you did it, it isn't devoid of fun that is there you could see but it, you can see the joy in it if you were to watch it in a mystery science theater type setting though right for sure this I would be like a fun movie to drink beer and watch with your friends like i was watching it being like oh my god like i want to do this right versus other movies that i've seen which is that that would not be something that i would choose to do in that setting yeah. that's a bonus uh, that's great at least as a venue. I mean, it's but it's its only venue. That's well, I don't know. I still enjoy my time. Yeah, 
I didn't. Maybe maybe it speaks to me. Maybe I should be able to enjoy a movie sober. Jack's, but, uh, Jack's rebuttal. Yeah, comma, I didn't. It's unbelievable. I like it. I think it's, it's succinct and it's beautiful. <laughs> so I think it's probably, oh, nope. It's time to figure out to whom the hell we would recommend this. People who want fun while drinking beers with their friends. There are so many. There are... A dozen movies I would pick before this one for that category. So this is a tough one because one of the other reasons I picked this was I posted Ghosts of Mars as an option in a poll like two years ago. I don't know. How long have we been doing Patreon? It was it was early in the Patreon days. and No idea. Not, no way to know. I, I just posted Ghosts of Mars as an option, and one of the replies from Patron Ty was, Ghosts of Mars! In all caps. Uh, so... I am led to believe that there <laughs> he is. He probably agrees with me. And, goddamn and it! That has and that one that has always stuck with me. And now every time I see the words "Ghosts of Mars," I sing that little. Ditty Fucking in my love head. this movie. Um, <laughs> and I, that leads me to believe that there is probably a decent audience for this one of people who want to watch a good bad movie. Thank you. That's this the is, right this way to put it. This is a good bad, bad movie. Yes, this is a good bad movie. It yeah. took us an hour. Two hours? What is this? What's our length? It took us uh, that long. Uh, right this is a good bad movie. It takes people that want a good bad movie. That's the perfect way to put it. It's over. That's it. Yeah. Good bad movies. Get us out of here. This has been episode 238 of the AVZ Horrorcast. If you're still here hanging out with us and you like what we got going on, as Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, we have Patreon. All our proceeds are going to Feeding America, as they have for the last couple of years. We're not going to change anything about that. So, hey, check out the links in the description below. You can catch our website, social media, and that Patreon that I just mentioned. Give it a thought. You know, you're still here, so whatever. As always, the music has been coming at you from Super Bear. Their link's going to be right down there in that group. It is links in the description below as well. And next week, we are going to move on to our last Patreon selection of this current group of movies that we're going to be watching. It is Don't Breathe. That's a, that's a movie right there. I'm trying not to breathe. So until then, let's get it's your gonna be a whole, well, It's going to be a whole podcast of grab us trying some beers to hold our breath. And go watch some horror it's movies. Great joke. Have a great it's week, a great everybody. Joke. The sense of place is hard to wrap my head around. It's Mars, Mark.